Hey yo! Welcome to Q Code, the podcast. We call our listeners the Q Coders. No, we don't. <laughs> we'll see if that's. We haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> we need listeners first, right? <laughs> so, um, we wanted to do something a little special for y'all, uh, just to kind of explain what this episode is about. Um, it's not a traditional episode. It's not a traditional Thank episode, you. but we're starting off. <laughs> yeah, it's not a traditional. Yes, Danny has the weirdest dreams ever, and he has now started to write them down, and, and they are document them. Yeah, he's documenting them, and we're we just wanted to bring that to you, so that you could enjoy it as much as well. Alan and I have enjoyed it probably. I mean, I don't know. Danny's the one dreaming them, but <laughs> we're the one that actually get to enjoy it. And uh, but yeah, so basically, why don't you take us through kind of what your your process is? So I go to bed. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ask this preemptively, so I have to ask this question so that people, because after I, we read this, they're going to wonder. I do not take any drugs. No hallucinogens. Nope. <laughs> this is all 100% grade A, my own synapses doing their jobs. Is it synopsis? No, synapses. Synapses? In my brain. Oh. That like the little things that fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what is that? Not melatonin. There's like another chemical in your brain. Serotonin. Serotonin. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> melatonin that, uh, makes you go to sleep. Yeah. Dopamine. Whatever. One dope. of those chemicals must just get in there. Oh, so maybe there is dope. It's dopamine. <laughs> That's what I take. But yeah, no, this is all natural. <laughs> and I just, these are the dreams I have. I don't remember all of my dreams, but the ones I do recently, <clears throat> I've been trying to uh, wake up and immediately when I do wake up in the morning and from the dream, I try to take down notes frantically, like on my phone. I'm just like, okay, here's some highlight bullet points to try and remember like the basic overall plot of what I just dreamed. And then later on that day, when I get a minute, I'll actually like type out the whole dream with the details that I can remember. And then that's what you're going to hear. All right. So, well, without, I mean, I guess I'll say this, um, so after we're done, because we're going to go in, we're going to read the dream, and we we do, we're going to stop and make comments, because you can't just read this straight through without that. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you just, and you will see when we get there. Um, but then afterwards, Alan and I, I mean, we are, we are not doctors in, not therapists, or therapists, or, or psychologists. We or are not dream gurus. But we are going to give our take on what this is. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, I hope you enjoy. So without further ado, Danny's Dream Series, part one. It's feel real while we're in them, right? It's only when we wake up that we realize something is actually strange. 
there's really no other way to go into reading a dream than starting out with some badass Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, uh, quite the compilation. That yeah, we wanted to come up with. We, we created that mashup to uh, prepare you prepare you for the craziness that is. Uh, Danny's mind. His mind is a mashup, basically. <laughs> just, so, like, they tell you, like, hey, when you have a a baby in your belly, uh, or you have a child studying, you should play Mozart in the background. <laughs> oh, I was wondering where you're going for that. <laughs> when you have a baby in your belly or a child studying, <laughs> a child studying in your belly, <laughs> but then that helps them get into like the right frame of mind so this apparently is what we deem is the uh, proper way to get you in the right frame of mind exactly so we're just gonna jump right into it so here we go dream and also before i get into this this is the first <laughs> comment because i we <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the dream and i have to make a comment of it danny is the one who was naming and titling these dreams so <laughs> I'm I'm known for my very uh, very literal creative now. titles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, dreams shorts, dream shorts series, volume one. Get that play out my house. <laughs> that is the name of the dream. Get that play out of my house. <laughs> Have you ever had a play in your house that you didn't want? You want it out. <laughs> Here we go. I come home from work to find out that for whatever reason, a live production slash play has been scheduled to perform at my house. I apparently have a very large house as we are able to get stadium seating for about a thousand people <laughs> <laughs> set up downstairs. I am frustrated. <laughs> hang on, hang on. No, never mind. <laughs> I am frustrated because I did not want a thousand people at my house. Who does? When I, <laughs> when I want to relax. And I, this is my favorite. I am exceptionally upset because I find out that they are running this production over the course of six days. <laughs> 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 Six day production going on in my house with stadium seating. <laughs> I mean, economically, I get it. Like, you want to have multiple shows if you can't stay in location. But and it's just that the fact that they're putting on this show in the middle of a neighborhood, <laughs> um, in your basement. It's like when this show was being, you know, they're they're trying to figure out where they're gonna do this. Play. Like, hey. Let's go to the Barnes's basement. <laughs> I feel like that's the best place that we should. Yeah, they've we're already, gonna get the most. They've already got like an amphitheater set up down there. <laughs> it's a thousand. So, well, you're the one who put that in your house. What else are you gonna use it for? Seriously, you can't be mad about them using it for a play for my own plays. Like, <laughs> I, I really wanna. I wanna put. Stadium seating for at least a thousand people in my basement for us. But why, five. Danny? <laughs> Absolutely no reason. <laughs> we will never have any productions going on in there. <laughs> so 
I find out that they are running this production over the course of six days, meaning I have to deal with the crowds for six days in a row. To top it off, in I have a row. in a row. To top it off, I have anxiety because the kids' toys are everywhere, which makes us look like slobs. <laughs> yeah. I, I still have that anxiety I, every time I, I have a party at my house. <laughs> and I also don't want people tripping and getting hurt and suing us because it happened at our house on our kids' toys. <laughs> I try to clean up the toys as fast as I can, and I can't keep up. Like, I, how are you're cleaning the toys? I mean, I get this because I have kids. You clean up one thing and all of a sudden something else yeah, is ruined. already pulling. <laughs> but I just see you just following your kids and just picking up toys and throwing them in buckets. And you're like, stop! Stop! Please! It's like uh, Lucy at the conveyor belt with the chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, man, I lost. Okay. I try to clean up the toys as fast as I can, and I can't keep up. Finally, if we are going to have to have a play at our house i felt like i should get free tickets for my friends and family <laughs> but alas the tickets are all sold out <laughs> he doesn't even get tickets as we go through this i just love how whoever is running the the box office like must hate you <laughs> <laughs> well, you would assume if it was on your property, you would get free tickets. <laughs> you go up to Will Collar, like, nothing. Barnes, Dan Barnes. Check, check the, the owner of his house. <laughs> so uh, they show me what the tickets look like. <laughs> Are they taunting you? They're like, hey, they're all sold out, but just in case you wanted to see what they look like, here they are. <laughs> they got a cool hologram on them. <laughs> they show me what the tickets look like, and they are playing cards. For And I like how you say, for example. <laughs> like, we don't know what playing cards are. Well, for maybe, maybe somebody needs to know. <laughs> for example, someone would get the king of clubs, and that would represent where they are to sit. This oh, okay. This I was thinking Uno cards. <laughs> Uno cards. See? Clarification. <laughs> he, needed, he needed that clarification. This also makes no sense to me. This is the first thing that makes no sense to him. <laughs> this also makes no sense to me because there is seating for a thousand people and only 52 cards in a deck. 54 if you include the Jokers. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Even in my dreams, I'm very rational and I understand how many d cards are in a deck. <laughs> Yeah, they couldn't just have. Well, I guess never mind. They'd be duplicates if they had multiple decks, huh? Yeah. I'd be like, hey, this I, is my seat. I also <laughs> have the king of clubs. Like now, I know how he fits a thousand people in here. It's only fifty-four seats. But <laughs> anyway, moving on. I go upstairs. <laughs> this is the biggest. Like, there is no transition to this. Anyway, moving on, I go upstairs to find that some goblin-looking creatures have attached grappling hooks to the brick of, on the front of my house and are using it to repel down the back of the house. The back of the house sits on the edge of a drop-off on the mountain, so they can repel for a good 200 to 300 feet. <laughs> Literally has no backyard. It's just my house is on the edge of the cliff. 
apparently, apparently it's fun for them. I get angry at them because I feel like their constant repelling is going to weaken the structural integrity of my house. <laughs> I want to know, like, I want, I want you to dream about the whole process that you went through, like, creating the blueprints to your house and planning it out. There's just so many questions that we have. Like, why did you choose to live at this house? Like, was it was it your house, if you can remember, because I know this was a while ago. Was it your house that you live in now just placed on the edge of a, of a cliff and with apparently <laughs> no. the largest? The house looked different. I mean, it doesn't look anything like my house does okay. now. Okay. Is it like a stone castle-y? It, well, it's kind of got the brown brick... <laughs> Like, I, I mean, it's, I don't think a lot of, I mean, a lot of people might not know what the houses look like up on the hill here, but <laughs> like, it's like the house is on the hill here. If you know what that is. It was like dark roof and brown brick and kind of like not fully rustic looking. I mean, it was kind of rustic looking inside, but yeah, a lot of trees and it's on the side of a mountain. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Um, so goblins repelling off the house. It's going to ruin the, the structural integrity. <laughs> they try, they try to argue that point with me. Like, no, it won't. <laughs> like, dude, guys, stop repelling. It's going to ruin the structural integrity of my house. No, it won't. Yeah, it will. No, it won't. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if any of you guys have ever dealt with uh, goblins, but repelling (laughs) goblins are like the most annoying. The worst (laughs) goblins ever. Where did they get the grappling hooks? (laughs) (laughs) So they try to argue the point with me, but I show them them the neighbor's house that had had just collapsed due to them repelling off that house, too. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, guys? No, you can't argue with me. You just repelled off of the Johnson's house, and now they have no house. You guys, you guys repelled it and re- reduced it to rubble. I mean, look at the structural integrity of his house. It's non-existent. How, how many times did they? How many times would you have to repeatedly <laughs> grapple off the house for it to literally and crumble? And how many dead goblins are at the bottom? Apparently, because this house is crumbling, and so their grappling hook obviously just like. <laughs> I also feel like there should be like a neighborhood Facebook page where somebody's being like, "Hey, um, watch out for the grappling goblins." <laughs> They like, I mean, if you if you want to know what they'll do to your house, just look at the Johnsons. <laughs> yeah. But see, they were like heavier set <coughs> goblins too, so like they had some girth to them. <laughs> and then on top of that, there was a lot of them. So it's not like there was one or two that were just constantly rebuilding. There were like tons of them. <laughs> are they just like? Are they repelling and then coming back up? Just like. <laughs> <laughs> And they just, <laughs> Let's do it again! 
pretty much. It's like a ride at a theme park where you go down and then you just run back around and get in line. Because I just remember looking up at the front of my house and I just kept seeing grappling hooks come over the roof like, <laughs> to the front of the <laughs> just like, I mean, like, my biggest fear at that point is, yeah, maybe they're going to, like, tear off my rain gutters. But I didn't. Th- I wouldn't think that, like, hey, you're going to, like, crumble my whole house. But... All right. (laughs) When you're a homeowner, you have to worry about these things. Well, in my head, I acknowledge that the the craftsmanship on my house is superior to that of the neighbors. (laughs) But I still don't want them to repel off of the house just in case it does cause damage. Plus, it's annoying. (laughs) This just shows you, like, how Danny thinks that he's better than other people. He's just Not like other people. Well, just goblins. the no, <laughs> better than your neighbors, because oh, you're yeah. like, yeah. my house is better than yours. I don't really think that these goblins are going to be able to crumble <laughs> it, but still, it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. I can't help but that the Johnsons <laughs> built a weak house. <laughs> <laughs> After a couple of days worth of shows at my place. I, and that's the other thing. I want to know what show this is. Yeah. <laughs> but you wouldn't know because I you never go. got to yeah, see I, it. I, you I never tickets. got tickets. <laughs> After a couple, I, li- I like how he, <laughs> he gets annoyed in this dream, but he just does nothing about it. <laughs> like, like, why am I not invited in my own house to this play? And I cannot get these goblins to stop grappling off of, <laughs> repelling off of my house. And then it cuts to. So anyways, after a few days of them <laughs> doing the play, <laughs> instead of being like, I'm shutting this whole thing down. <laughs> after a couple of days worth of shows at my place, I finally can't take it anymore. So I start freaking out and yelling at the ticket salespeople. I tell them to stop selling tickets to the show. <laughs> oh, there you See, go. See, I did do something about it. And to tell everyone that the show is canceled. And will never be back. (laughs) (laughs) Never. But and this is how serious everybody thinks he is. But everyone kind of laughs it off and won't listen to me. (laughs) I don't think I put that in here, but I just I remember that all of the patrons that were coming to this play were like snobby. Upper class, like they're going to your house. Yeah, like if they're upper class, and they're going to go to an upper class type joint. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I was not getting the respect I deserved for it being at my house. I, I imagine Danny after his little speech of like, "This is never coming back." Them just be like, "Encore, encore, encore." <laughs> I'm then relegated to go stand in a section down the street we deemed standing room only tickets (laughs) where people can watch the live show on a large projected screen it's at this moment that a mysterious storm rolls in it gets dark and windy quickly and lightning starts striking here and there but very close to us One lightning strike hits the house, and it became engulfed in flames. I start running home to see the extent of the damage, but as I do so, people start vanishing in thin air all around me. What? Yeah, I forgot. I did when we originally read that. I forgot about that. (laughs) Just people vanishing. Because I was running back to the house, 
And as I looked around, people were just like, gone. <laughs> gone. I, 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 can, I can see you imagining that exact sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> you have this thing with sound effects where, <laughs> like, his all-time favorite is at the beginning of a movie. Is it, is it the Dolby Digital? Oh, yeah. When it's like surround sound. When it does this. Yeah, where it does that, like, <laughs> he just loves that. I have not been able to go to a movie Boom. with him once where when that exactly when it makes that boo sound, I look over at him and he literally with his hands is like, <laughs> he's like making a little explody. If I don't do it, hands. the sound won't happen. <laughs> Because I'm creating the sound with my magic. He's like one of those. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Star Wars, but just one of those guys that goes to a sliding glass door that you know those automatic ones oh, yeah. and tries to and just uses the force as if like he's really opening it. That's a good idea. <laughs> All right, uh, I've lost my place again. Um, one lightning strike hits the house and it becomes engulfed. Oh wait, I already read that. So. I get home to a partially destroyed structure from the lightning strike. So lightning can destroy his structure, but uh, not the goblins. Uh, well, and I'm sure they didn't help. <laughs> and various parts of the exterior are on fire. I walk through the front entryway and see my friend sitting at the breakfast bar in the kitchen eating a bowl of cereal. This friend is not an ordinary friend, however. He is actually a mythical creature who is about 10 feet tall and looks like a cross between a bison and various plant life. (laughs) Just in case you didn't know what that looks like, here's an example. For example, he has the face of a buffalo, but his horns are all curled up and wrap around his head. The horns are made out of what looks like tree branches. As far as I know, they... uh, are continually growing, and he must maintain them. (laughs) Much like we as humans have to shave from time to time. (laughs) So this bison plant man, (laughs) as far as I know, he's got to maintain those branch... Those he doesn't go to tree a, branch horns. He doesn't go to a barber. He goes to a gardener, <laughs> a landscaper. These are important facts. When you're dreaming, you have to just you have to you have to realize and notice the little things. <laughs> anyway, I yell at him and ask him if he could please make it rain. <laughs> I mean, really downpour because, you know, we need to douse the house. It's not fire. Did I write douse the house? You said, well, you said douse the fire on the house, uh, but I, I changed it a bit. That's pretty good. Douse the house. <laughs> you need to douse the house. <laughs> oh, did I mention that this creature can control the weather? <laughs> because he can. <laughs> Ooh, twist. So he summons a big rain cloud. And it begins to pour, and slowly the flames go out. The creature also has the power of psychic ability, and I ask him if he can tell me what is going on and what he sees happening in the near future. He begins to concentrate and lets me know what he can see. But he mentions that things are very cloudy. (laughs) And difficult. This sounds like a very bad psychic. <laughs> like, all right, 
<laughs> Give me a quarter and I will tell you your fortune. Here's my quarter. It's very cloudy right now. <laughs> Maybe a I cannot, dollar. I cannot help. see it. Give me ten dollars and I will tell you your fortune. Here's ten bucks. <laughs> you will be going to the bathroom sometime today. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, he was a very bad fortune teller. Uh, he mentions that things are very cloudy and difficult to make out. <laughs> Doing this is tiring for him. <laughs> and, he, and it really takes a toll on his body. <laughs> Typically, he needs a nap after a session for predicting the future. <laughs> he didn't even predict anything. <laughs> It's cloudy. It's cloudy. He doesn't know, but still, he was like, <laughs> so tired of. Because didn't a storm just roll in? So he's probably like closing his eyes. He's like, ah. and then he peeks one eye open. He's like, Clouds. it's cloudy. <laughs> well, I'm sure that it doesn't help when you're constantly having to grow your horns. Probably takes it out of you too. <laughs> I, I guess. Well, I mean, I would assume if you could summon rain, that would probably take it out of you. But uh, so maybe it was that that really took it out of him, and the fact that he just had to pretend that he could. And see he had the to future. do all that off a bowl of cereal. That's true. What cereal was it? Do you remember? <laughs> you don't. You know. I think I. Those are the details that I. <laughs> you shouldn't. I, I don't know. I wouldn't remember that. Uh, I want to just take a crack at it and say Lucky Charms. All right. He doesn't beast man. Either. He doesn't condition his horns. He fertilizes. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, when we are when we are halfway through this exercise, a beautiful looking fairy slash humanoid being. <laughs> Shows up out of is it like no. Tinkerbell? What is this? Out of nowhere. Wasn't, she wasn't small. She was like normal human sized. Oh. But what's humanoid like? Was yeah. she like a well, human she's like, type? Looks like a human, but, but she's she... a fairy because she has wings. <laughs> so is that really a humanoid? Like I, I don't know what. We should probably like Google it or something because like a humanoid to me just seems like it's like a robot, like a. Humanoid. Like a human That's looking an android. Well, no, but so human or like a like one of those android. classic <laughs> humanoid, like the classic uh, depiction of the gray alien, where it's two eyes, a nose, a mouth, the head, two yeah. arms, two legs. It represents it's the human structure of a human being. Ah, okay, humanoid. So she comes out of nowhere, and is just sitting on the stairs. She starts laughing at us. Because apparently we look pathetic trying to go through this psychic exercise. <laughs> I think you would too. You're like, think bison tree man. Think, what does the future hold? <laughs> it's cloudy. <laughs> <laughs> it's then that she informs us that she is much better at this than the bison plant mythical creature. And then starts rambling on about what has happened and what is going to happen as if it ain't no thing. <laughs> I mean, when you got talent, you he takes, got talent. He takes a quick turn here. I think she's kind of rude, but I can't lie. 
she is very attractive. <laughs> like, she's super hot. That's probably why he added humanoid in it, so he didn't sound so weird. So it didn't sound like, weird that he's like, guys, this. yeah, she's a fairy, but humanoid. Okay, so I can be attracted to her. Like, she was a... I mean, she might not have been a human, but she kind of looked like one. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, this is like, uh, this is, I don't know if you want to call it a pet peeve of mine, is when people are super attracted to cartoon characters or like on like Star Trek, like there will be an alien blue character or whatever that it's obviously like a humanoid, but they're fucking blue. <laughs> like... <laughs> They're not your so species. You're, it's you're discriminatory. Weird. Is that what you're saying? Yes, I am against interspecies <laughs> relations. Okay, that's that's. I will take it that to the right grave. Now. <laughs> so, <laughs> do not get with fairies and aliens, guys. No matter how human they look, <laughs> you just ruined every comic conner's dream, dream uh, yeah. ever. Uh. Sorry, guys. Now, now they just have to go home lonely again. That's just, those are just my thoughts. You can do whatever you want. So I can't, so she, like, super hot. So I can't help but just stare and listen. It's at this point when I suddenly wake up from my dream as I am late getting London ready for school. His daughter, London. So this is the end of the dream. <laughs> And when, as we do these, because I, I'll, I'll reveal to you right now, we have about seven of them on the docket. Uh, this is just the first one. Uh, they do get longer and a little more detailed. <laughs> like you said, Trav, I think it's just sometimes you just, when you start flexing a muscle, you learn how to use it. And that's fine. No, I and... completely enjoy this. But... Some of these you will leave unsatisfied because you'll be like, what, like, what happened? <laughs> I mean, what was the play? Where did all the people go? Yeah, what? They just, why, how were, why were you friends with a bison plant man? What happened to the goblins? <laughs> You know, they must have been struck by all of these questions. Telling off the house. At Did the, the structural integrity of your house hold up? Where were your Where Not was your well. family? Well, they were at the show. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they got to go to the show. <laughs> You're just the reject. <laughs> so, yeah. So here's here's the time that we have to kind of and, and this isn't just like Alan and I. I mean, we're the ones that that read it or listen to it and and you know we have our own opinions but i mean you can also have your own opinion on what you think you're dreaming <laughs> okay and i will try my best to answer questions but uh al uh, Q &A. let's let's have you start and just tell us i mean what are your thoughts <laughs> on what it means well just anything like if you were to try and just see like why did he dream this or this, just, this dream was brought to you by the creators of the bird box. <laughs> <laughs> just maddening. Nothing is answered. <laughs> Danny just watched the bird box. It, yeah. By now, at this point in time, when you're listening to this episode, bird box is long gone. Like, I mean, it is not a thing anymore. <laughs> Nobody's doing the bird box challenge except for Danny now <laughs> because he just barely watched it. 
I don't know. My thoughts on like maybe that particular night, he felt very neglected by his family. <laughs> so he felt very alone, and that nobody was listening to him. Like his his wife was probably like super tired, just got back from a twelve hour shift. His kids were not going to bed and listening to his instructions. So he was probably just like, that's why he dreamed like, I'm the only one not allowed in my, the show of my own house. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is hearing me. So and now I'm cleaning up all the toys and they keep appearing. See, because I have a very similar opinion. I do have a sound clip that kind of, that kind of uh, gets to my point really quick. Um, what is wrong now? This isn't what I ordered. Man, can't anything go right in my life? <laughs> I just think it was like a moment where just everything in his life is going wrong. I mean, you take a look, he's like... That is definitely how I felt when I was walking to the standing room only section. Were you the only one in there standing? No, there was other people who were not fortunate enough to get tickets inside. Wait, what do they call that? I realize it's like GA seating, general admission. General admission, I guess. I guess, but it's usually like in the theater. <laughs> Instead of Wait, down what? the street. Where was it? was literally like, yeah, down the street. Like I had to walk three or four houses down and then turn onto another side street, at which point they had the show being projected on like the side of a house <laughs> and like just people like congregate in this little like like it was a fatter area of the sidewalk so it could fit more people <laughs> but you had to like stay it's gonna be on the sidewalk you had to stay between like basically in front of this person's yard because it was like you had to stay between like the fence posts oh so yeah i just look at it and it's just like Oh, there's there's a play going on in my house, and I'm not even invited. My kids' toys are all over the place, and there's goblins repelling off my house. <laughs> I now get annexed down the street, and and then my house gets hit by lightning. That's and probably it, why, like, all just, of a sudden I thought, that, like, the thunderclouds were rolling in because I'm, like, all depressed. <laughs> and my friend, who can apparently summon rain clouds, is just eating cereal. <laughs> and he won't even summon rain. He won't make it rain. And then when I ask him to tell me the future, <laughs> all he says is it's cloudy. <laughs> and then this really hot, attractive, humanoid being... <laughs> Appears and kind of excited, but then she just makes fun of us. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just the way I see it. Just everything, nothing can go right in his life right now. <laughs> it, was a, bet, it was a rough week in that dream for sure. <laughs> what if he was like when he saw the uh, the bison guy? <laughs> I can tell the future. He was just like, you know, obviously like. I'm so sad and neglected right now. I feel all alone, but surely the future's got to be better. So, Bison Man, show me my future. And his reply is just 
cloudy. <laughs> it's 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 bleak. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's cloudy. That was his. It wasn't the, that he was saying that. Oh, it's cloudy. I can't tell. He's like, no, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's crap, it's, man. It's, like it's it's just nothing but clouds. <laughs> it's more of the same, buddy. And that's why he was so. <clears throat> So uh, depleted of energy after is probably he like he did see a whole lot of crap that you go through, but then he and so that took a lot out of him. <laughs> but he was like, I I gotta be nice and just like how can I put make a euphemism for the horrible future he has ahead of him? He's just like cloudy, cloudy. Okay, that's <laughs> a good in one word. Up. I will sum this up. <laughs> well, like I remember. What- because I don't have this. After after you there. leave, he just does the thing to himself where he just whispers. He's just like mouths to himself like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Poor <But> buddy. Because, like, <laughs> I mean, and this doesn't really, I just, this is bringing back memories, but I'm remembering coming in, I walk back to my house that's on fire as people are just disappearing left and right. And I walk into my front door. So I kind of had like a little bit of like a stone pathway that goes up to my front door go inside, and on the right side, there's stairs that go down into the basement. And then that's where outside is where people could buy tickets, but there was also another box office downstairs. <laughs> but then, I see, like, coming home from work, you're like, the heck are you? <laughs> I'm one of the ticket guys, sir. <laughs> Sorry. Sold out. <laughs> you're you're you not allowed. Ticket. You don't have a ticket? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm going to just... You know, suggest maybe you go clean up your kids' toys. <laughs> <laughs> but people would have to file down those stairs on the right side once they walked into the front door of the house. And then they would turn down a hall, which would then open up into, like, a big, like, open, like, toy room. And that's where I was frantically trying to pick up <laughs> the toys. But then they would go further and then down another set of stairs, which then would lead to, like, the opening area, another box office, and where people would walk in to get into the amphitheater. <laughs> To watch the play. <laughs> so weird. But <laughs> anyway, well, that was that. That was the first dream of hopefully many. We know at least six more <laughs> so far, unless you have other dreams. So I've already had as many dreams as there are Harry Potter books. Ah. And apparently how many books of Game of Thrones there's supposed to be when he's done writing them. But okay. he... From what I'm told from my wife, because I've never read one, (laughs) is that he's written five and they've been waiting on six for a long time. She points out on the back cover, she's like, look, this is George R. R. Martin or whoever it is that writes the books. R.R. R.R. Because those type of writers have to have two. Yeah. J.K. Rowell. Is that what it is? J.K. George R.R. George R.R. R. Martin. Martin, yeah. yeah. I think it is. And then she's like, but if you look, he's pretty fat. I think he might die before he finishes. <laughs> well, so now if he listens to this concerned. podcast, you have just offended him, Liz. Well, uh, or <laughs> saved his life because maybe he'll be like, oh, I better I get on this. I am fat. Wait, who was Tolkien? He uh, wrote Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Duh. J.R.R. Tolkien? <laughs> Wait, is it J.R.R. Tolkien or J.R.R. J.R. Martin? It's J.R. Tolkien. Just, oh, well, who cares? I don't care. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a lot. I don't of, remember the names of the authors. We're not that into those things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we're not that nerdy. Even though that I, I dream, don't nerds. Even though I dream <laughs> in fantasy, 
Um, I don't actually read fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) Well, thank you for listening to this wonderful episode of Q Code. And uh, hope you enjoyed this. And, uh, yeah, we're going to come out with these as as often as he has dreams. So uh, keep tuning in for all the uh, – because I can tell you, they like I said, I've read them all up to this point. <laughs> and none of them are close to even being similar. It is yeah. – they are just – like – and you have to know that these are dreams because nobody would come up with these things. It's just – yeah, it – I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah, anyway. they're out. They're 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 more than out of left field. Yes. So, so I'm gonna go start sleeping again. Try and get some more <laughs> content for the podcast. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, guys, for listening, and we'll see you next time.